All right, all right. Here we go. Today, uh, we're going with episode four, huh? Episode four, Dino. That's right. right. We're on our way. Episode four, man. On the way, man. And this episode here, um, our topic is going to be, um, did know better, do better, dad. Yeah. Know better, do better, dad. As I sat and I've been thinking over the last few weeks uh, with us doing the podcast now, I just think about a lot of dad things, you know, dad things of, you know, my dad, my granddad, and you know, what I come to find out really is a lot of things that we do today is because of what was done in the past. How we may act, um, how we may go about some relationships and things. And one of the things that I used to be so resentful about uh, from my dad's perspective was when I got older and got married, you know, for the first time, it was more so like I didn't know and understand um, what the, you know, being romantic and, you know, the I love you's and the, you know, holding the hands and, you know, being the lovey-dovey. That's just not, you know, how I came up, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, I didn't get those type things from my dad. And it wasn't until being grown as when, you know, I started saying, you know, I love you to my dad. Hmm. And it was kind of tough. I can see the first few times, you know, with me saying it, it was kind of, you know, it took him back, you know, kind of like, okay, where'd that come from? Mm. But what I started thinking, you know, I started feeling kind of bitter for quite a long time. And I was feeling bitter because, I, like I say, with the relationships, I was, you know, um, my wife then was, you know, saying about, didn't know I have a lot of, you know, uh, romantic you know, ways about myself, mm-hmm. and which I, I really, I couldn't explain it until I started really thinking. I said, you know what? As growing up, I never saw my granddad, you know, finessing and hugging and kissing on my grandmother. You know, I was seeing him play yeah. with her and all, but I never saw that. I never heard, you know, so um, that I love yous, you know, as openly. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I say, well, I never got that from my dad either. You know, I didn't hear my dad, you know, never really tell me, you know, he loved me. That wasn't something. Now, my mom, it was one thing, but my dad, I didn't get that. So I was like, I was feeling resentful, like, man, why this dude don't, you know what I'm saying, never share that? Why he don't, yeah. you know, share the love thing? Why didn't I see him, you know, romanticizing with my mom and holding hands and kissing and slapping on the butt or something, mm-hmm. you know, around the house? That's not what I saw, you know? Mm-hmm. And... As I started getting older, I, I started, like I said, being kind of resentful about that. I started getting, you know, mm-hmm. kind of being upset when I would think about those things, especially when it came up in my relationship. Yep. I didn't really have an excuse. You know, right. I just could think I, I really don't know why I don't know mm-hmm. how to be romantic or, you know, say I love you so openly and all. Yeah. But then I started looking deeper, man, and realized my dad's dad didn't give him that. Right. You know, he didn't give him the I love you. He didn't see, you know, his uh, mom being romanticized and, you know, hugged on and kissed on mm-hmm. around the house. So my thing was getting to the point of knowing that I have girls and a son, you know, as they were getting older, I said, we got to change this narrative, man. Mm-hmm. We got to change this narrative. I know what it's supposed to be. Right. You know, I know what it's supposed to be now. And I want my kids to see me, you know, kissing my wife every time we leave each other's presence, Mm -hmm. you know, we give each other a kiss. You know, when we come into each other's presence, we give each other a kiss. And it's always before we leave each other, it's always I love you. 
and that transpired as well as with the kids. It's always, I love you at the end of the conversation. It's mm-hmm. always, you know, a hug or embracing before we dismiss from each other's presence. That's right. So those things I say, you know, when we know better, we should do better. And that's been a big thing with me, just knowing better now because it wasn't being done then. And I do have control of making those things happen. So I want to be that dad and uh, and continue to, you know, share with other dads that we, um, when we know better, we do better. Mm-hmm. When we know better, we should do better. You know, man, um, the point that I picked up on that was about the change of the narrative, which I think that's, it, it's almost like that's the, uh, the overall message around this podcast is changing the narrative on things. Like if you think about scripting versus unscripting, scripting is about creating a narrative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about this right now, so many of the things we've been talking about in the last few episodes and all the future episodes is really just about, it's not even just about opening the discussion. It's about like changing the discussion and just changing that narrative around so many different topics, you know, desensitizing some topics, mm-hmm. uh, change the narrative of, you know, men are healers too. Men are compassionate too. Men are emotional too. You know, men are all these things that they're just, they do it in a different way, you yeah. know? And so when you were talking about that, I actually was thinking in my head, I said, you know what? Now, I don't know the whole background of what you're just talking about because it sounds like that's something that you've been pondering for a while, yeah. you know? So yeah. I certainly don't want to contest all of it. But there was a quote that I read just this morning uh, from one of my favorite authors, Don Miller. Um, he quoted it and he couldn't remember where he read it from. So it's like a quote of a quote, and I've been trying to track this down. But basically it said, um, our children learn to self-soothe from their mother and learn their self-esteem from their dad, Hmm. which makes a lot of sense, you know, because by nature, women are more nurturing. It it just, that's just, it is by nature, you know? Um, And so I wonder if perhaps you got that self esteem slash confidence from your dad or granddad. But I bet you are you were already probably more romantic than you probably gave yourself credit for. Like you're beating yourself up because yeah. it's not cognizant. Like it, it's not the thing that maybe comes to you naturally, I guess is the point. Mm-hmm. But I bet you actually were just romantic in your own way, which you probably picked up just from watching your mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it wasn't in the forefront. What was in the forefront was that self-esteem and that confidence that you carry around with you. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you're just now cognizant of sort of like the the fact that like the the idea of being romantic wasn't the thing that kind of came to you naturally to say, I'm going to do this. Right? Like if you yeah. think about like the – um like you, you know the five love languages? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, my love language is uh, my main one is words of um, affirmation mm-hmm. and uh, acts of service. Like those are those are my two there, right? Yeah. Now, if you think about in, in either of those instances, that's basically what it's talking about is being romantic, right? I mean, ro- romance isn't just all about sexual romance, yeah, 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 obviously, exactly. right? Yeah. It could yeah. just be the little things like the little I love you's all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? And so, you know. Whatever you're like, do you know what's your love language? Yeah, mine know? is actually, um, like I say, uh, more so the words of uh, acts of affirmation. 
Words yeah, of affirmation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I bet you probably over time have done those little made those little words. Maybe they were text messages or maybe mm-hmm. they were verbal, right? Because that, that's the thing with the words of affirmation. It's not always a verbal word. Exactly. It could be in a written way somehow, you know. Um, anyways, I guess my point was I think part of the narrative around all of this is that I feel like we beat ourselves up way too much. Yeah. Like we just, you know, I, I just think with everything, just th- we need to give ourselves grace with a lot of things. I, I mean, there is merit perhaps to, you know, you were saying, um, you know, your paternal influences did not make it obvious to be romantic, you exactly. know, to be affectionate, right? That's, that's, I believe that's true, I guess is my point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it means that you have not been romantic only up until the point that you yeah. are aware of it. Yeah, you know just I mean? being aware of it. It's I bet like, you the whole time you were romantic in your own way. Yes. Just you're beating yourself up for it. And again, I don't know the whole, but it just, I've just known that for myself. But I, this, used to, I used to say the same thing about myself all the time. Like, oh, I don't think really I'm a romantic person. But I look back on the years and I'm kind of like, actually, you know what? There's actually a, several thing, times I did things out of my yeah. way, you know? Um, intentionally and, and did it intentionally you know, and did it with intent you to be romantic that's right but like i said not realizing and and again that's what this whole you know topic was all about the, you know knowing better and and um doing better like you said mm-hmm. once we become aware and again we beat ourselves up a lot man mm-hmm. and it's it's been happening for years and as we now talk about these things and we discuss certain you know um topics we realize we do put a lot more weight on ourselves than we should be carrying. Mm-hmm. And again, that's again, that's a choice at the end of the day. It's a choice. So we have to be, again, reminding ourselves, mm-hmm. paying attention to ourselves that look, you know, back up off yourself. You don't mm-hmm. need you don't have to, you know, be so hard on yourself. Just because you didn't know this, that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's all right that you didn't know. But at the same time, just being mindful mm-hmm. of I wanna be better. Now you know, now you do. Now you do. That's it. That's now, it. Now, That's you, right. now, now that you know better, then now you do better. I get it. It, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I think even going back to, well, I guess it was a previous episode around emotional responsibility. You know, because one thing I was thinking about this is that uh, about the beating yourself up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the only thing we should feel guilty for is our actual behaviors. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you feel like, hey, you know, like I should be more romantic or I should be more of this. And it's like, perhaps you should, but if you aren't, it's like, it's okay. That just doesn't come naturally to you. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, like for instance, like I should eat better. Yeah, of course I should eat better, but like, am I eating? So it's like, it's like, I can't beat myself up because I don't eat good every single day. You know what I mean? However, uh, if I'm in a position to eat better and I don't, then the behavior is what I can sort of beat myself up on. Exactly. It's that Not, choice. It's, it's the choice, you know? And so for those that feel like whether it's uh, a romance issue or just any issue basically that you have, you can't beat yourself up for either not knowing exactly. or thinking. All you can really 
hold yourself accountable for is what you do from this point on. Yeah, because what you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, once you realize and you recognize, you know, okay, I understand it'll, you know, the relationship gets better if I did this. You know, I would get better if I did this. So again, just taking initiative to do the things that need to be done to be better and mm-hmm. get better. So that's that's what I think, you know, where I was coming from with this topic. But like you said, for years, just, you know, beating, like I say, not physically beating my dad up, but mentally kind of beating him up. Right. Again, he, he just don't know. And sometimes you just uh, play out the things and do the things because of what, you know, you've seen, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to a story that I was saying. I seen um, a young man, he was basically – um, he was cooking, and his family, he had a family of cooks, and he had actually ended up getting married. And his wife was asking him, you know, why are you throwing half of the turkey away? And he was like, well, I seen my grandmother do it, yeah. you know. And he goes back and asks, you know, Grandma, well, Grandma, why do you throw half of the turkey away during Thanksgiving when it's time yeah. to, you know, cook? And yeah. She said, you know, I, I seen my grandmother and my great-grandmother. Mm. But then when they got down to the core of it, to understand, they asked that last living grandmother, why is it that you throw half of the turkey away when you are cooking, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving? She said, well, back in our days, you know, we had small pots where a turkey wouldn't fit inside the pot. Uh-huh. So I had to throw half of it away in order to be able to get the turkey inside the pot. Mm. But you bring it forward now. They've yeah. been doing these things over wow. and over just because that's what had been happening, but they didn't realize why they was doing these things. Yeah. They was just doing it just because of the fact repetition. they had been done before, through repetition, through Routine, generations, yeah. and realizing now we got pots that hold two and three turkeys now, yeah. you know, that we can, you know. Generational routine, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what it. that is. It's a, it's, a gen- it's a generational routine. I think I just coined uh, a psychological behavior. I'm going to Google this later and see if anybody else has talked about generational routines. Yeah. Oh, my God. Generational routines. I feel I like. I got my pen on. Ooh, write that down. That's a. Uh, what's that? I said the entire military is built off of that. Right, but I don't think. Routines. I don't think people have Look sort of like identified it as a. Man, people love labels on everything today. I, I don't think, you know, anybody's. I've never heard of it, but maybe someone's already talked about it, but in a more defined word. I don't mm-hmm. know, but that just struck me. This is interesting because there are a lot of just generational, generational routines, that, routines that we do, that's and that's one on. of them. Exactly. exactly. You know? So, again, when we know better, we should be doing better. That's and right. That's just point blank. No excuses. That's it. Well, you 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 heard it first. Uh, break the generational routine. It Well, maybe there are some routines that are, you know, should be kept, but... Uh, if but otherwise, now you know. Knowing's half the battle. Know better, do better. Uh, that'll wrap it up for episode four. Thanks for the topic, Dino. That was a good topic. Nah, not a problem, man. <laughs>